Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. <laughs> the Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Makers of Johnson's Wax for Home and Industry present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn, with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. apply wax in your home to wood, leather, or metal surfaces, you do so because wax gives those surfaces protection. It also gives them beauty, but its primary purpose is to protect them against wear, dirt, moisture, and corrosion. And because you can reapply wax whenever it's needed, you give these surfaces nearly permanent protection. It was very natural that your experience with Johnson's Wax should lead directly to the use of special wax finishes for many kinds of war materials. I won't try to tell you what they all are, but they include many surfaces made of metal, wood, leather, and rubber. And here again, the wax is used for protection of vital materials. You might be interested to know that even paints were developed that actually contain wax, called Johnson's Wax Fortified Paints. During the war, these have been greatly restricted, but they will again be available for industry, institutions, and products after the war. It's partly your use of Johnson's Wax on floors, furniture, and woodwork that has led to this increased usefulness of wax in war. When Pop was a kid and had a yen for some ice cream, he could jolly well spend the afternoon turning the crank of the freezer. And now with the drugstores so short of congealed cow juice, we find history repeating itself in the kitchen of 79 Wistful Vista, the home of Fibber McGee and Molly. I say that thing makes too much noise. Oh. Don't you think it ought to be about done? What day? I say, don't you think it's about frozen? Wait a minute, I can't hear you. What'd you say? I say, don't you think it's nearly frozen by now? My gosh, it ought to be. I've been cranking this thing for three hours. I know, dear. You must be. What are you waving your hand at me for? I'm not waving it. It's doing that by itself. <laughs> I haven't turned that freezer so long, even my wristwatch has got a dizzy look on its face. <laughs> well, you're the one who wanted the ice cream, sweetheart. Ah, why can't I control my appetites? Must be the beast in me. Whew, boy, am I tired. Well, I didn't make you turn that freezer, McGee. You wanted some ice cream, and the drugstore's always out of it, so I just said, why don't you make some? Yeah, it's a good thing I didn't get hungry for some rope for cheese. <laughs> You'd have suggested I go out and milk a goat. <laughs> now, look, dearie, don't blame me. Yeah, now. I know, I know. I brought it on myself. I know. I just got a sudden urge for a chocolate sundae or something. Gee whiz, I don't know why. Hey, what, what are you going to do? I'm going to put on my apron and turn that freezer for a while. I'm getting hungry for some ice cream myself. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll do it, Molly, huh? 
I'm rested now. Well, I just assume. No, 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 no. This is man's work. I wonder where I could get a man. <laughs> you know, it should have been frozen long ago. Are you sure you followed the instructions? Sure I did. Well, you got me all puckered up for a chocolate sundae now. Are you sure the drugstore hasn't got any ice cream? Mm, practically certain. Well, I wish you'd call them and see just on the off chance, you know. Okay. And if they haven't got any, I can go back to cranking this doggone blister factory. Hand me the phone. Here. Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me Kramer's drugstore on the corner of 14th and... Oh, is that you, Mert? Oh, dear. <laughs> How's every little thing, Mert? <laughs> What's that, Mert? Oh, my gosh. That was tough luck, wasn't it? Oh, dear. Went flat right in front of the post office, eh? Mert's tire? No, Mert's sister. She was singing at a bond rally. <laughs> What's that, Mert? Okay, I'll try again later. Well, thanks anyway, Mert. Drugstore don't answer. Say, let's go down there and see if they have any ice cream. Ah, now you're talking. That's a deal, Tootsie. <laughs> Maybe when this darn thing finds itself all alone in the house, it'll get the cold chills or something. Well, I'll go get my hat and purse now. You lock the back door. Okay. Ah, there goes a good kid. Just going to the drugstore because she knows I want some ice cream. Well, looks like it's my duty to get my cutie patootie some tutti fruity. First, I won't see why... Come in. Oh, hi there, little girl. How do you do it? Do what, mister? How do you figure out just when the most inconvenient time will be to drop in here? Why? Huh? Hmm? What? Sure. Sure what? Hmm? gone it, sis! <laughs> Make it snappy, will you? Mrs. McGee and I are going down to the drugstore. What was it you wanted? You know what, mister? Know what? I just joined the Boy Scouts a little while ago. You what? I just joined the Boy Scouts, I bet you. Gee, they're swell. Yeah, but now, wait a minute. Did you know that this is their 34th anniversary, mister? Hmm, did you? Hmm? Is it really? 34th? But you're a girl. How did they ever manage... Well, I've always wanted to join the Boy Scouts because my brother was a Boy Scout, and now he's in the Marines, and I bet you he'd be glad to know I joined the Boy Scouts on their 34th anniversary, I bet you. Doggone it, sis, don't talk nonsense. Mm -hmm. I says, don't talk nonsense. The Boy Scouts only include boys. You couldn't join. I bet you I did, though, I bet you. Now, wait a minute, sis. They I told... were on a hike, and, and they went past our house, and I joined them for 10 or 12 blocks, I bet you. <laughs> and I said, I said, what patrol are you, boys? And one of them said, we're badgers. Mm -hmm. And I said, mad badgers, and that just laid there, so. <laughs> <laughs> and then the scoutmaster sent me home. Yeah. None too soon, either. <laughs> Seeing as I used to be a scoutmaster myself, I'm going to send you home. Go on, sis, beat it, will you? You got time to hear my poem first, mister, that I wrote for school? Is it short? Sure. Shoot. Okay. I call it, There Was an Old Lady Who Lived in a Shoe. Oh, let's hear that. I always get a honk out of Mother Goose. Hmm? What'd you Skip. say? Go ahead. Okay. There was an old lady who lived in a shoe. Mm -hmm. With the housing situation, she was very lucky, too. So you can just imagine how her blood ran cold when she heard some nasty gossip that the place was half sold. <laughs> The orchestra playing Sunday.
the drugstore doesn't seem to be very busy, McGee. Nobody at the soda fountain. That's wonderful. I'll get Kramer to whip us up something special. Uh, hi, bud. Kramer here? No, sir. He's out of town, and he won't be back on maybe Thursday. Who's Kramer? <laughs> Who's Kramer? Why, he's the man who owns this drugstore. Didn't he hire you? No, I answered an ad. Oh. Well, who'd you talk to after you answered the ad? Somebody must have handed you an apron and said, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, maybe is, is this Kramer a narrow-sighted man with glasses that he overlooks at you with? <laughs> yeah, that's him. Is he here? No. Well, if you want to see him, you don't have to wait. What was that, bud? I said that if you want to see Kramer, you don't have to wait. Yizzle? Yeah. <laughs> Y-O-U-W-I-L-L. Yizzle. <laughs> yizzle, yizzle, have to wait, see? Well, if we don't see him, tell him Mr. and Mrs. McGee we're in. Signing. What? I said signing, I'll tell him. <laughs> what do you mean, signing? <laughs> I mean C-E-R-T-A-I-N-L-Y. Signing. <laughs> Hey, what's the matter? Don't I articulate the stink? Why, of course you do, lad. Sure. Now, if yours will be so good, we will have some ice cream. <laughs> Make mine a chocolate fudge sundae with some marshmallow and a couple of cherries. No, just one cherry. Two would be fattening. I want a double banana split with strawberry and pineapple, crushed pecans, a dab of whipped cream, and a Nabisco. Well... Uh, lady, let me bring you up to date, huh? On December 7, 1941... <laughs> on that date, we was assault and battery at Pearl Harbor. <laughs> now, since that time, we would be set with priorities and shortages of many commodities, among which is ice cream. Well, sure, but... Yeah, sure, but yeah, well, that's different. You can have that one, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what flavors have you got, lad? Lemon. And you don't have to wait for that. <laughs> Why? Well, because the Shaver Company had not yet arrived with our daily allotment. He might even bring some ice cream. If you'll stick around a while, I'll see you that took care of it. You'll what? See you that took care of it. <laughs> C-A-R-E-O-F. Care it. <laughs> oh, okay, bud. Well, come on, Molly. Let's look around till the ice cream man gets here. All right, I want to see if I can get some bobby pins and facial tissues. Well, and some... hello there, Mr. McGee. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Oh, hello there, Alice. Hello, Alice. Are you shopping? Yes. I always come to Kramer's Drugstore because they carry my favorite perfume. Now, what is your favorite boy bait, Alice? Well, it's a French perfume called Embrassez-moi, ma fou. Oh, meaning what? Kiss me, my fool. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> no, that's the perfume, dearie. Oh. Don't be so self-conscious. Oh. <laughs> of course, if I can't get Embrace Moi Ma Fou, I try to get Say Too Frere. Say, what does that mean? That's all, brother. <laughs> hey, I hear Bob Hope is putting up the dough for a new brand of men's shaving lotion. Really, McGee? Mm. What's it called? Jerry Cologne. <laughs> <laughs> You get it, kids? It's, it's a play on words. Cologne and Kelowna. You know, the joke is that when you say Kelowna... Ain't funny, you... McGee. <laughs> All right, well, don't rub it in. <laughs> with Cologne, you just pat it on. Oh, <laughs> You have a surter with us, Alice? <laughs> no, thank you. I got out of the habit of ice cream because my boyfriend hated it so much. Oh. He did, Alice? Why? Well, he was a newspaper columnist, and he said he simply couldn't sit there and see other people getting scoop after scoop. Oh. Well, goodbye now. Oh. Thank you, sir.
great kid, but I wish she'd carry an umbrella. Why? I don't think she knows enough to come in out of... Hey, here's a weighing machine. I'm going to get weighed. I am too, McGee. You got a penny? Smallest I got's a nickel. Well, I've just got one penny. Well, we'll, we'll get weighed together. Then subtract my weight from the total and we'll have your weight. Hey, that's a wonderful idea. Get on. Okay. Penny? Well, 317. Hmm? <laughs> Heavenly days. Now, uh, what's your weight so we can uh, deduct it? My gosh, I got no idea. You mean you're going to leave me standing here with a weight of 317 and not know how much of it is mine? Well, I'm in a liberal mood. Let's say I weigh 235. Well, let's see now. That'd make my weight 82 pounds. Yeah. Well, isn't that wonderful? Now I'll have to get all new clothes. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I'm early. Oh, there's Wilcox. Ah, hi, Junior. Hello, pal. Hello, Molly. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Say, I'm glad I ran into you folks. Will you, uh, one of you loan me a nickel? I've got to make a phone call, and I haven't got anything smaller than a five. Oh, here you are, Junior. Let me take your fountain pen, Molly. What for? Well, Wilcox can write me an IOU on the back of his business card. Oh, for goodness sakes. Can't you trust a friend like Mr. Wilcox for five cents? Well, gee whiz. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He's right, Molly. Business is business. You bet. Will, uh, 6% interest compounded semi-annually be okay, chum? Oh, make it 5%. Let's keep it friendly. <laughs> make it five and a half. I don't want you to lose anything. No, no, no. Make it five even. I'm no loan shark. It's just a personal thing. Isn't he a sweet guy, Molly? Give you the shirt off his back. Yes, Dolly, yes, in return is your coat and pants. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, if business-like methods don't appeal to you... Be guys... quiet now. Mr. Wilcox wants to telephone. Uh, excuse me a minute. I don't see why. What's wrong with that meat? I never want me in. Hello? Hello, honey horsey. This is Sugar Doggy. Oh. Get a load of the... Quiet. Yes, yes. Sugar Doggy will be home to have Din Din with his little honey horsey, Booja. Ah. <laughs> Ain't that nauseating? I think it's wonderful. I wish my husband would talk to me like quiet, McGee. Well, I wasn't talking. What? Here. What was that, cookie face? Yes, Lolly Mama. I called on Mrs. McClure. Yes, and she was delighted when she saw what Johnson's self-polishing glow coat did for her linoleum. That's the first sensible remark. Yes, yes, and when she saw how it brought out the original colors and took away the dusty, faded appearance, she was awfully pleased. Yes, and when I told her you don't have to rub or buff Johnson's glow coat, that it shines as it dries, you should have seen her face. Though I couldn't see it myself because all I can ever see before me is your face, star eyes. Mm hmm. Well, don't do dead overtired now. Dead plenty of West. Goodbye, Elsie Pie. Ah, what a woman. Sometimes I wish she weren't so sentimental. Get to be kind of a strain, does it, Moffat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind it when I talk to my wife, but to go through that just to keep the cook happy... Oh, brother. <laughs> Heavenly days, what a line to hand the cook. <laughs> Is help that hard to get? <laughs> well, I wouldn't know, dearie. We just have a small domestic staff named Mrs. McGee, remember? Well, I just... Hey, I wonder if the ice cream is here now. Hey, bud, the ice cream come yet? No, sir. Yizzle, have to be patient. Ah, yizzle, yizzle, yizzle. <laughs> the longer I wait for that ice cream, the hungrier I get for it. Me too. I think I'll play the pinball machine until it gets here. Let me know when it comes. All huh? right. I'll go see if they have any bobby pins. Oh, pardon me. Oh, that's all right, ma'am. I guess I was just... 
Oh, for goodness sakes, it's Mrs. McGee. Why, hello, Beulah. McGee, here's Beulah. Oh, hi, Beulah. <laughs> Good day, sir. Does you mind if I ask you a question, ma'am? Why, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, what is the question, Beulah? Uh, what's a perkle? A perkle? Mm-hmm. Why, I don't know. Where'd you hear of it? Well, ma'am, the clerk over there, he mentioned it. Miss Toop sent me over here to see can I get us a new coffee pot, and the man tell me, no, but later we can get us a perkle. <laughs> Didn't he say you can get a later, you can get a percolator? Yes, but I ain't spend this just money for nothing. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and I sure don't know for percolator. Oh, it's a percolator, Beulah. That's just a coffee pot where the coffee bubbles up and percolates down through. Well, for goodness sake. <laughs> oh, they sure do throw a lot of eggshells out of work, don't it? <laughs> well, there can't be any complaint about coffee made in the percolator, Beulah. Why not, McGee? No ground. Oh, no ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a real amusing, ain't he, man? <laughs> well, there are them as think so, including him. Well, that all you got to get here, Beulah, a coffee pot? No, sir. Little Willie asked me to get him some art gum. Art gum, huh? Yes. So I don't know how that child can stand this, sir. I try to chew some of them. It tastes terrible. <laughs> tastes just like rubber. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to chew it, Beulah. Art gum is used to rub things out. It's an eraser. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that sure is all it's good for till it gets a little flavor into it. <laughs> uh, excuse me now, folks. I gotta go get Mr. Toops a bottle of something. A bottle of what, Beulah? Well, if you excuse me, ma'am, I'd rather not say. I never gossips about my people. Oh. All I can say is that when Mr. Toot puts this in his pocket, he can sure sing a song of sixpence. You mean a pocket full of... Yes, sir. <laughs> the Kingsmen sing Billy Boy. Where have you been, Billy Boy, Billy Boy? Oh, where have you been, charming Billy? I have been to seek a wife, she's the joy of my life. She's a young thing and cannot leave her mother. Did she bid you to come in, Billy Boy, Billy Boy? Did she bid you to come in, charming Billy? Yes, she bade me to come in, there's a dimple in her chin. She's a young thing and cannot leave her mother. Can she bake a cherry pie, Billy boy, Billy boy? Can she bake a cherry pie, charming Billy? She can bake a cherry pie, quick as a cat can wink its eye. She's a young thing and cannot leave her mother. Charming Billy, why do you wait? Why don't you ask her? Ere it's too late, you'd better make haste. Billy, time's a-wasting. Does she ever disobey, Billy boy, Billy boy? Does she ever disobey, Charming Billy? She will never disobey if you beat her once a day. She's a young thing and cannot leave her mother. Just how very young is she, Billy boy, Billy boy? Just how very young is she, Charming Billy? Well, she's all of 47, but her IQ is 11. She's a young thing and cannot leave her mother. Charming Billy, I see a flaw. What will you do with your mother-in-law? You better take care, Billy, beware. Oh, her mother's very smart. She can read and write and cook, and she's more beautiful by far than any other. So as long as I know now, I must support her anyhow. Why don't I? 
The boy and the ice cream hasn't arrived yet. Shall we wait? McGee, I said the ice cream hasn't... Shh, hold everything, Molly. I got one more shot to go on this pinball machine. I got a chance to hit 50,000. 50,000 what? Hmm, just 50,000. Look, I got 39.5 right now and one ball to go. Now, don't jar me. This, this is pretty delicate. Well, go ahead and shoot. Okay, here she goes. Shucks, I missed. Miss, heavenly days, the way those lights were flashing, I thought you won a thousand dollars, been elected president, and got a pound of butter. Mm. <laughs> Look at that score. Miss getting 50,000 by 75 points. Now I can't play another game free. That's disgusting. Gee, what's Oh, there, good day, my friends, and how are you this fine January day? Hello, Mr. Wellington. And it isn't January. It's February. Yes, 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 I know. But according to my morning's mail, comprised of notes from several creditors, I seem to be a month behind. <laughs> <laughs> and what, may I ask, are you doing in this apothecary? I might even say apothecash and carry. Shop? <laughs> well, we got hungry for some ice cream, Mr. Wellington. We're waiting for the next delivery. We saw an ad in the magazine for a chocolate soda, and we decided... Excuse me, McGee, but you dropped your hat there. Oh, thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gathered here this evening in the best interest of our charming community, West Fulvester. It has been said, and with some hey, justice... Hey, 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 cut it out. Stop it. Where am I? Oh, oh, thank you very much, my good fellow. What on earth was all that about? Oh, didn't you know? Wellington makes a speech at the drop of a hat. <laughs> Well, how are you otherwise, Wellington, old man? Oh, splendid, my dear fellow, splendid. I missed you at the Chamber of Commerce luncheon last Wednesday. Well, he was there, Mr. Wellington. Oh, I know, my dear, I know. But in the festive spirit which prevails on those occasions, I was throwing breadcrumbs at my fellow members, and I... I missed your husband. <laughs> I think we ought to have more dignity at those meetings, say. Yes, McGee thinks everybody acts pretty childish, Mr. Wellington. Oh, really? Uh, to me, the boyish exuberance displayed at those affairs is delightful and charming. Remember what the poet said. Roll me some corn silk. Give me a light. Make me a child again, just for... Good night. <laughs> Look at all the people at this soda fountain. Is the ice cream here yet? Heavenly days, I hope so. Well, ask the man. Hey, hey. Bud, is it here yet? No, sir. Yizzle have to be patient. Oh, okay. Good old Yizzle. He's watching out for us. Although the ice cream... Oh, hi, Doc. Hello, McGee. Hello, Molly. Hello, Dr. Gamble. My goodness, we're meeting everybody we know in here today. Yeah, what did you want to see the druggist for, Aerosmith? Want to get some hair tonic for a rundown rabbit? <laughs> Don't reach for him, pudgy. <laughs> Remember, brevity is the soul of wit, and brevity means short, and short means not long, and that's how I can take your alleged humor. Not long. <laughs> Will you uh, join us in a soda or Sunday, Dr. Gamble? We're just waiting for the ice cream to be delivered. Doc probably won't like to eat sodas, Molly. He's so recently off a load of hay, he hates to be seen with a straw in his teeth. <laughs> Frankly, I don't care much for ice cream, folks. And as a doctor, I have to be careful, you know. Can't have people nudging each other and saying, uh, 
There goes Doc Gamble under the influence of a raspberry soda. You know, uh, McGee tried to make some ice cream at home, Doctor, but it wouldn't freeze. Yeah, you know, I love ice cream, Doc. You know what I'm going to have when it gets here? I'm going to have two scoops of ice cream, one chocolate and one vanilla, with a sliced banana, a heap of crushed walnuts, strawberry and pineapple sauce, some marshmallow and whipped cream, and a cherry on top. Now I understand. You understand what, Doctor? Why, the top of a soda fountain is usually a marble slab. <laughs> What's the matter with you, McGee? What do you mean? At your age, you ought to have more sense than to cram that adolescent junk into your middle-aged middle. Remember, you're no longer a high school athlete, if you ever were, which I doubt. <laughs> oh, don't be such an old fuddy-duddy, you big tummy tapper. <laughs> trouble with you medical nervous Nellies is you don't think anybody ought to eat anything but eggs and milk. If we left it to you, the human race would be mooing and cackling in two generations. Oh, now, well, boys, you'll be please. mooing in your own generation, you bullheaded little maverick. Well, you've got less sense than change for a nickel. And if you call me up in the middle of the night tonight and tell me you're dying, okay, I'll... Okay, folks, the ice cream is here. If you if you will take seats at the pump... <laughs> McGee is here, he's here. Right, come on, Doc. Oh, no, thanks, I don't want it. <laughs> Here, Molly, here's a stool. Where's Doc? I don't know, dearie. I lost him in this Hey, Doc, where are you? Hey, Doc. Well, come on, Molly, squeeze in here. Heavenly days, what a rush. Oh, well, we made it anyway. Now, hey, bud, give me two scoops of ice cream with chocolate and pineapple. Sorry, mister, you're too late. Too late? Yeah. Just sold the last two scoops to the fat guy at the end of the counter. What the... My gosh, Doc Gamble, the guy that don't like ice cream. Why, that dirty chiseling idiot... The other day, I had a letter from a listener who asked me why I'm always talking about kitchen floors. Don't you realize, she asked, that we have linoleum in lots of places besides kitchens, like the bathroom, entrance hall, playrooms, even bedrooms? Well, of course, I do realize that. And everything I've ever said about the value of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat for kitchen floors applies equally well to every linoleum surface. Linoleum in the bathroom or entrance hall actually gets almost as much hard use as it does in the kitchen. It's exposed to moisture and wear and dirt, so it needs continual protection. You want it to look its best, to be easy to clean, and you certainly want to save yourself work. So there you have one, two, three good reasons for using Johnson's Glow Coat on all these floor surfaces. Glow Coat takes practically no work because it needs no rubbing or buffing. It's self-polishing. You simply apply and let dry. Glow Coat itself does the rest. And the regular use of glow coat will make your linoleum last six to ten times longer. Gee, have you got that ice cream done yet? What's say? I say, isn't the ice cream done yet? Wait a minute, I can't hear you. What's say? I said, isn't the ice... Uh, I say, isn't the ice cream frozen yet? Well, I guess this just ain't my day to have ice cream. I followed all the directions, too. I don't know what's the matter with it. Put in the eggs, milk, cream, sugar, and vanilla, and... Oh, my gosh. What'd you forget? The ice. Oh, <laughs> Good night. Good night, all.
character of Mr. Wellington heard on this program was played by Ransom Sherman. This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson Wax for Home and Industry, inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is the National Broadcasting Company.